Welcome to Ramblings with a Medical Historian. I'm your host, Nicole Curry, and this is the podcast where I ramble on about the history of medicine, such as fun facts, common misconceptions, and strange practices. I may even talk about other historical topics, such as local history. This is episode 9. So I'm sorry that I've been away for a while. Um, my grandmother was sick for a while and then she just recently passed away. So I haven't been able to focus on the podcast much. Um, but anyway, I am back. In the last episode, we read the story about the Asu and the Asapu. And I said that I had done a paper on them. So, here it is. Now, I did this in my second year, um, so it's not the most researched, um, but here we go. So, the paper was called A Critical Assessment of the Asu and Asapu in Ancient Mesopotamian Medicine. There is still much to discover about the ancient Near East and its medicine. Over the years, as historians have been studying Mesopotamian medicine, they have faced the difficulties of understanding and interpreting the writings and images found that depict healing. More recent historians face the difficulties of reinterpreting those materials and addressing misconceptions made by the earlier historians. In a book review by Larry Hogan of Hector Avalos's Illness and Healthcare in the Ancient Near East, Hogan highlights the separation between the Asu, the physicians, and the Asapu, medical healers, made by E. Ritter in their 1965 article and refers to Georges Contenot's A Médecin en Assyrie en Babylonie. I examined whether Hogan's understanding of Cotonou's analysis of the Asu and Asapu in ancient Mesopotamian medicine was correct. So let's begin by examining the separation of the Asu and Asapu in academic literature. Then examine the works of Cotonou and Avalos to see if the assessments of these secondary sources is correct and then conclude by examining the other views of Asu and Asapu. So the separation of magic and medicine. Hogan's review suggests that he believed, or at least that he'd heard from many sources, that there was a clear separation of the Asu and Asapu. In a summary of Mesopotamian medicine, Dr. Akram Abud Yafar also seems to adhere to the separation of the two. He describes the Asu as empirical physicians specializing in herbal remedies and the Asu as sorcerers and exorcists. The tone of Hogan suggests that he denounces Avalos' critique of E. Ritter's 1965 article, Magical Expert, Asapu and physician 
Asu, notes on two complementary professions in Babylonian medicine, where she separates the Asu and Asapu. Hogan says that the distinction between the Asu and Asapu was also formulated by Kantno. Maguire Gibson, in his article, Gula, Goddess of Healing and an Akkadian Tomb, sees the Asu as herbal healers who did not include rituals in their practice. He describes the Asu as magicians and exorcists who performed rituals. Emily K. Teal says the Asu practiced therapeutic medicine, which included surgery and herbal remedies. She goes on to say the Asu practiced religious medicine and the Asu and Asapu worked together. However, the Asu's focus remained on surgery and herbal medicine without superstitious interventions. Lastly, Robert Polisian, in his article, Medicine in Ancient Assyria and Babylonia, also divides the Asu and Asapu into the physician and the magician. According to Polisian, the Asapu were priests who performed rituals to heal the patients, and the Asu were not priests, but herbal healers associated with Gula, the goddess of medicine, who did not resort to the supernatural. Basically, everyone is saying the same thing and agreeing with Ritter and Hogan in the separation of the Asu and Asapu into their respective classes of physicians and exorcists. They say that the two could have worked together, but they probably stuck to their own specialties. And in some, it almost seemed that they might have been implying that that the Asu did not perform any rituals, but that they also did not believe in the uh, supernatural causes of the illnesses. Next, we will see whether Hogan's statement about Conchino is just or not. Now, the examination of Conchino and Avalos. Larry Hogan, in his review of Hector Avalos's illness and healthcare in the ancient Near East, so Hogan says, in this chapter, the author criticizes as too simplistic the standard classification of Mesopotamian medical professionals, which he attributes to a 1965 article by Edith Ritter. Therefore, the Asapu were primarily working under a supernatural and magical assumptions, while the Asu was more akin to healers who operate relatively free of supernatural assumptions, namely physicians. In fact, this distinction has been formulated by earlier authors, notably uh, George Contenu in La Médecin en Assyrie et en Babylonie in 1938. But Contenu didn't actually make this distinction. He described the Asu as a class of priests who practiced divination. He goes on to discuss other classes of priests, such as the Baru, the diviner, and the Asapu, the exorcist. After the initial mention of the Asu, Kontinu does not mention them again, though he continues to discuss the Baru and Asapu, who were priests like the Asu that practiced rituals, 
That being the case, Hogan's statement no longer seems to be correct. Nowhere in his book does Continental mention a medical practitioner who did not use rituals, incantations, or other supernatural means to treat patients. It is possible that Hogan did not closely re- read Cottonow's book, or it is possible he misinterpreted the work. The following section will look at other reviews of Cottonow and Avalos to examine their interpretations of the two works. So let us first look at Hector Avalos's book to see what his actual interpretations of Edith Ritter's article were. So I wasn't able to find a copy of Ritter's article, um, but a lot of work seem to quote this article. So at some point, it must have been available. It's one of those cases where I know it exists, but I just can't find it. Avalos examines Ritter's classification of healthcare professionals and uses quotes to aid in his examination. Ritter describes the Asu as practical physicians with an absence of supernatural assumptions and the Asu and the Asapu as a healer of disease with supernatural and magical assumptions. Avalos lists two people who did not agree with the findings. One was HWF Sags, who Avalos says does not provide a complete critique, and the other was Olaf Penderson, who says that Ritter only used sources from one location that was said to belong to the Asapus. Avalos says that Ritter's findings predate the new discoveries in medical anthropology. It is hard to say without seeing Ritter's article, but perhaps with the evidence um, that they had at the time, the assumptions could have been valid. Avalos did not agree with Ritter's classification of the Asu and Asapu. He says that it is oversimplified. With the new evidence that was discovered between Ritter's 1965 article and Avalos' 1995 book, the understandings of these practitioners changed. This happens a lot in history. As historians, we, on- we are only able to examine the available evidence and form conclusions. As new evidence is uncovered, these conclusions often change or they may even be reinforced. Avlos says that both the Asu and Asapu recognized their healing power was provided by Gula, the healing goddess, and other health deities. He says they respected one another and worked together, but each stuck to their areas of expertise. So he's agreeing that the Asu were was more of the physicians who didn't use as much ritual in their practice and the Asapu were the religious healers using rituals in all of their practices but that each believed in the other's work so the Asu did believe in um, supernatural causes of illness 
To summarize, we have now proven that Hector Avalos did criticize Edith Ritter and her classification of the Asu and Asipu, and also that Larry Hogan was incorrect when he suggested that Josh Contenu shared the view of Ritter and had made the same statement in his book. Now let's look at some newer interpretations of the Asu and Asipu. So Hogan's review of Avlos criticized his views on the Asu and Asipu. However, another review of Avlos does not share Hogan's belief. Robert D. Biggs's review of Avlos says that he himself may have put too much stock in Ritter's work than he should have. He agrees with Avlos's assessment and critique of Ritter. In a different article by Biggs, he does he does distinguish the Asu as the medical and the Asu as the magical. However, he says that the two are closely integrated. He quotes a hymn of the Asu to the goddess Gula that proves they used incantations in their practices. Biggs does say that the Asapu dealt with the supernatural, but that it was supernatural from our point of view, but not that of the Mesopotamians. He goes on to write that the divide between the Asu and Asapu was fluid. Other reviews of Georges Contenot reveal that they did not agree with Hogan. A book review done by R.D. in 1938 says that Contenot says classed the Baru and Asupu as classes of physicians or Asu. This could be an accurate interpretation of Contenot because he is somewhat vague with the connection between the Asu and Asupu. Perhaps because at the time of his research, there were not as many translated materials available as the time of Avlos's research. A review by M. Rutten on Le Médecin en Asrié en Babylonie says that the physician was both the priest and the exorcist. A final review of Contenot's by Solomon Gans in 1939 says that the original medicine man was the Asu, who was a priest who used divination to diagnose the patient, to cure them of their affliction that was caused by angry gods. In the article of Mesopotamian Medicine, by F.P. Retief and L. Siliel in 2007, described the Asapu as exorcist and the Asu as healing priest who used charms along with their herbal drugs to treat patients. In the Asapu, healer and diviner, Ula Kosh described the Asapu as an exorcist and the Asu who practiced both magic and medicine. The roles of the Asu and Asapu seem to have begun to change. Their roles often overlapped with the Asapu, specializing more in the rituals and supernatural, and the Asu specializing more so in the surgery and herbal medicine. 
in a 2014 article by Joshua Mark entitled Healthcare in Ancient Mesopotamia. He also describes the Asu as doctors who treat patients empirically and Asipu as healers who use magic, but the two were regarded with equal respect. Both also accepted that the supernatural was a source of illness. So, the initial descriptions of the Asu and Asapu by Ritter has been expanded and clarified as we have made new discoveries. It is clear that they were both physicians who worked together but had their own separate specialties. So there is my research on the Asu and Asapu. If you want to look at some of the sources that I used, I will list them in the episode description so that you can check them out. Um, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email me at ramblingswithamedicalhistorian at gmail.com. You can also uh, contact me on Instagram or even Facebook at ramblingswithamedicalhistorian. And don't forget to uh, follow me on those accounts so that you can keep up to date with all the episodes and what is going on. For the next episode, I have something a little bit different planned, so stay tuned, and thank you for listening, and remember, keep rambling on.